Academy Radio. Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of Popular Side Pod. I'm here with me, Fingal. Hi, I'm Carl. Me, Andrew. And we're going to start it straight off with a um, result. Um, Palace nil, Spurs one. Kane scoring the only goal. Yeah, I'm just going to sit back and let you to uh, well do all this because I have me, Fingal. Talk. True, Andrew. Don't use your work on up early on. Oh. You've got to strip, spread this no, one out. No, no, to be fair, he does have to cover for Dylan this time because sadly he's not here because he's skiving. So, so we've got words. to combine ten words to fill in. <laughs> You're flying through the band. Andrew, calm down, oh. please. <laughs> no, but anyway, um, Wan-Bissaka made his debut for Palace, a 20-year-old winger who came through the Oasis Academy in South London. I mean, for a, what? Who is naturally for someone who's naturally a winger, that was a superb p- a performance for by him for, for Palace? Uh, uh, person I, f- I thought played well for his was, uh, I don't know how to say his name, but the Norwegian guy, I think he is. Uh, uh, Sorloff. Yeah, he played Sol- quite well. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't score. I actually have a fun stat, well, fun for you a lot, not so fun for me about Palace. Um, we have scored, in nine months, 30 professional goals, and only two of them have come from a designated striker. Well, a, a, fish, like a natural striker. Yeah, because you're only good players to heart. <clears throat> oh. Right. Uh, so you tell me Ben Teke isn't exactly... He's all right, but... Well, I'm sorry, are you just going to jump to the conclusion before I make my point? The Serbian guy's good. I can't remember yeah. his name. Milojevic, just about to say him. Is it... Mamadou Sako. Is it a striker? We're not talking... Uh, no, Zaha's uh, not a striker. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, so you're not... The, the best players... But you just said the only good player was Zaha, and now you're referencing... Yeah. Strikes, so sh- s- s- Fair enough. Continue. Stop, your, stop your face from making all them vibrations. Um... <laughs> No, but um, the fact it was only one nil and Spurs had seventy or eighty percent of a eighty or percent of possession, so it's massively lacking the cutting edge. Oh, definitely. Actually, Delhi Ali would probably beg to differ. The Palace <laughs> had a massive cutting edge on his knee. <laughs> I'm sure most Palace fans would like to take one to his knee. Um, no, but um, the the um, overall the game was quite one-sided towards Spurs but if you were to just look at the thing you'd think Spurs just edge it yeah d- uh, just barely but the, we had this, we had very similar amounts of shots on target which was quite surprising looking at the defence was made up of a winger and three full-backs I think yeah I, th- I think Tottenham had four no, wait, shots no. three in targets and we had one full-back and two cent- um, defenders who were I think we played we played Tonkins and the match really fell apart when we, he came off injured and we had to put on Damo Delaney, who um, might make an appearance later on in the show. Um, the Hennessy actually had quite a good match. It was quite surprising for the um, Welsh goalkeeper. He he made an amazing save from Kane at close oh, range. Oh yeah, that's a, that was a good one. I know. I saw it on Twitter. I wasn't. I watched some of the match. I had to go and um, overall it was quite a nice. Uh, Match, but I want to really get onto the alley dive and the reaction from the media. It was only really Palace fans and other, I don't know, like foreign people who saw it. Not, well, not foreign football fans, like people who were like journalists from the Italian league picking up on it. But yeah, in Chris Sutton's first column for whichever paper he writes for, he launched a one man campaign to get Zaha banned for diving. And I want to call out Chris Sutton now. Where was your reaction to the alley dive? Because you have said nothing. 
you are just doing it against Zaha, and that's quite dodgy. I bet Chris something is worried now. He no, what I'm getting at is that he could be a bit racist. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I'm just not even going to bother. I'll discuss well, this if, with if you not, after the game. If not, if not racist, then maybe a little bit xenophobic. Or Big word. Crystal Palaceist. That's no, not a word. It would be Palaceist. You wouldn't have two. There we go. No, any, anyway, I just always. I used to really like him because he was a proper, like. Very. used to mug off Rangers all the time. But now he's just become an absolute puppet of BT and Sky. But anyway, moving on. Manchester United 2, Chelsea 1, Lukaku, Lingard, and Willian scoring. Yeah, I'm going to guess I'm uh, taking over this one because Andrew's, you know, used up his words with the classics of oh, definitely. And yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did any used to actually watch the game? I watched the highlights. Good one, Andrew. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like we, for me personally, we attacked quite well. Um, Murat missed a chance, but it wasn't like I don't think he could have really scored it. In all fairness, I do have you know quite a few digs at Murat a lot of the time. All of the time, because he's not he's not a good player. He yeah, he could, I think if we did a compilation, it would probably take up the amount of an episode. True. Anyway, um, yeah, but William again, uh, probably not obviously not the most informed player in the league because Salah's kind of always there. But I think he's definitely probably top three at the minute. He's doing. Very I mean, well. he's a massively underrated player in the uh, sphere of the Premier League. When you look at him, like when you look at Chelsea, the front man's Hazard, and everyone just kind of revolves it around Hazard. But I don't think it should be that. I think Williams definitely a strong player. He's uh, he showed, he showed it in the performance against Barcelona, showed it against um, against Man United. It was all. It was a game that I always like wanted to win, but I didn't think we had like the force to push through, especially since you know most of their players are actually um, help uh, fit now. Whereas you know, like if they didn't have a Pogba, we might have had a chance. But um, I don't think we were playing the right kind of tactics with it, I guess. Like, for me, um, like, you've seen people like Rudiger running up the pitch rather than, like, Moses and Alonso. And I think he was getting in too, too involved in the tackle. We, we got caught on the counter. And um, Lukaku's goal, he muscled through, I think, about two or three players. And I, I, I don't think he should be allowed, like, a lot of room, really, for a big man like Lukaku. Speaking of Lukaku, he finally scored against a top six side. Hey, we're fifth now. I thought you were going to say top four, don't matter. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, um, Jesse Lingard scored my least favourite player since England sacrificed Wilfred Zaha. For me, for him. it was a decent goal. Like, Luke, I could put a good ball in, and you know, I don't think the Chelsea fans, I couldn't really have any calls with that. I don't think the Chelsea fans could have done a lot. Yeah, it was a good cross. I, I don't care. I thought, I thought you didn't watch the game. Oh yeah, I saw some of the highlights. Not, I didn't watch the game for it. He did say that. I didn't hear that. You've got earphones on. <laughs> Can't hear it. Continue. Anyway, I just hate Jesse Lingard with an absolute passion. He, I can't believe England sacrificed Wilfred Zaha's talents for him. In all fairness, Lingard's playing very well. Yes. Who'd you rather have? Tricky winger or the epitome of modern football, Jesse Lingard, doing all the dibby dabs. <laughs> and the- I mean, in all fairness, though. <laughs> Like Pogba was quite an epitome of modern football, and he's quite good. So no, he's no, but like Lingard's like the most Premier League player, gifable. Right, fair enough. <laughs> Look, I yeah, mean, it gets paid a certain amount a week. And it, 
he gets paid too much for what I he does. I think he gets paid, paid more Actually, than Harry no. Kane. You know what we should... Yeah, that's just because Tottenham don't pay anyone yeah. good wages. <laughs> when, I, when I come to power, I'm going to introduce a tax for every haircut you get, every dab you make, every, like... Did you oh, see you did that? You know that film, The Black Panther? Haven't haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Neither have I, but you know they do that thing where it's like shoulder, shoulder, pull down. Bit bit like the West Ham symbol. Brexit <laughs> means Brexit. Um, <laughs> Barry Stanton. He, he, did, he did that when he... Um, Scorn's just like, you're definitely getting paid here, mate, aren't you? I, want, I actually want to look at maybe Tottenham, some of Tottenham's wages and compare it to um, oh, no, a lot of the paid. other players in the Premier League. Cause, do you reckon there's like a Crystal Palace player, just some random left-back that's like 40 and that gets paid more than Harry Kane? Because there's bound to be... <laughs> There's about to be one that's oh, just I think like, Benteke does. Totally under- like, what is that? Uh, what, is it, what are they actually doing? No, imagine if, like, Damien Delaney or, like, Patrick yeah. Van Arnold got paid more than, like, Harry Kane and Deli Alley. Like, I can see maybe, like, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, as a, as a committee socialist, I'm not going to get on about monetary value. But anyway, moving on. Arsenal nil, Manchester City free. Again. Actually, any- no, I'm going to do that again. I'm going to keep this in, though. Speaking of monetary value, the League Cup was played to. Yesterday, Arsenal nil, Manchester City three. Carabao Cup. Um, what? What did I say? League. Yeah. Well, that is what, that's yeah, what it's called. Yeah, I know. Well, every generation. Speaking of the league, every generation has their thing. Like ours is the Carling Cup. Before that, mm. it was the Worthington. Then True, the Milk actually. Cup, sponsored by the Milk Board. And then this like meme dab generation is gonna have the Carabao Cup. <laughs> the fidget spinner kind of. <laughs> troop. The, the Dylan, the Dylan generation. Yeah, the, the, the brain dead Dylans of the, the squad. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, d- again, did anyone actually watch the game? I couldn't. I was at a meal. Neither. Which perfectly nice. I'll take over this one then. Um, I mean, no. I, I heard what happened. I heard the silver <laughs> goal. <laughs> I heard that Man City scored three and no, Arsenal I was, scored none. I heard it on the radio when I was driving to um, it. Yeah, well, uh, it, it was a decent game, but Arsenal didn't. They didn't play well, but it wasn't as if they got like completely destroyed. I think a lot of people, you know, like on Arsenal fan TV, so for taking it a bit like Arsenal fan TV, took it too much. I know. <laughs> like talking rubbish. It's, it's like there was times when. Um, I think City were on the counter from, I think it was a corner, and Xhaka and Ramsey were walking back, and Gary Neville's had a massive rant at them, um, actually commentating, saying like he, he actually called them spineless, which, I mean, you know, fair enough that they didn't put in a good performance. When do Xhaka and Ramsey put in a good performance? Whenever Ramsey does, someone dies. So, you <laughs> well, know. Yeah, can we, should we take bets on who's going to die soon? Let's not. Um <laughs> No, but you know, um, City played well again. Aguero obviously come out, and Company played brilliantly. Company played absolutely superb. Oh, did you see Mendy's tweet saying Captain Megamind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's actually known as Megamind in Man City squad, which actually makes me happy. Yeah. Genuinely did, makes did, me. Happy. Did you see that? Um, he actually nearly scored a second as well. Mm. Like, he, not only did he, oh, he also outpaced Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, which you know it's quite interesting to to know that that can happen Obamian didn't, didn't get any service at all really no. oh god the service of a wobby yeah um Mikatarin and Lacazette went on it's it's a cup final what what they're mm. doing what what's oh, oh, play dreadful and i think it was andrew dillon you know the, the football you know, geniuses, geniuses that said next year that uh, arsenal can Maybe even go on to win the Premier League. Um, uh, I didn't say that. Wanna... Dylan, Dylan definitely. No, we can say Dylan did because he's not here. No, well, they no, said so they're definitely <laughs> going to do very well. Do you I wanna... didn't. Yes, you did. Do you want to um, 
We do can't. I'm not calling back. You're not calling back to this in the edit. Let's just go. Do, do you wanna? Oh, I'm Andrew. They're gonna do really well. <laughs> do, 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 do you reckon they're gonna do well next year, Andrew? No. Right, he's changed <laughs> his mind quickly. For for me, they need to sort out the board, the manager, the owner, just everything about it, really. Because we were discussing uh, Bitgo Fingal on you know the, the other podcast. Um, you know, you need like, kind of like the you know this is the shambolic one. We don't we don't discuss that on this one. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, yeah, like you need kind of a good pool of players, a good pool of players, not but as well as like you know the manager and the board and the money. Whereas Arsenal are investing any money, they haven't got the right manager, the right coach and staff. There's a lot of talk of uh, Henri actually becoming the manager soon. No. Yeah. I highly doubt it. Uh, uh, He's know, a coach at Belgium. He's got a nice cushy job. Arsenal fans are saying, you know, let's not throw him in at the deep end because he hasn't actually got a managerial position. A lot of people want an Ancelotti to go, which I think could work, but I think they'll take anything but Wenger at this point, to be honest. Like, mm. I think he'd reach that kind of stage. And maybe get uh, the column for either a Vieira or uh, Henri to come no, in as a, they would assistant n- manager. No, that's just that's, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I'm not saying it'd be good, that's, I'm just saying it would happen. That's, that's bad. D- does Thomas Tuchel still not have a job? Just out of curiosity. He got sacked from... Did he go to Roma? Not sure. I don't no, know, I think he'd be good for no, that. No, he got... I'm sure he got sacked from his last job, but... Um, mm. No, I'll go for... Yeah, um, I'll use the bloke who manages off and on. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, he's very young. Yeah, young Ma- Julian Nagels. Man. Yeah, he goes. He, no, oh, what am I on about? Big Hoffenheim fan, Carl. This, you know, number um, one. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he got them like a Champions League spot last year for like the first time ever oh, in the yeah. history. And well, they're yeah, a very really well. overall a very small club getting a big investment in Germany. But anyway, we're going to move on now to uh, actually. Has everyone made all the points? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andrew, we don't need uh, to know yeah. everything. <laughs> Andrew, he's, he's you asking know? me there. Andrew, look. Is it right. <laughs> He meant me. I'll <laughs> just working to the academy radio. Right, Reds talk. Um, we lost to Barwell one nil. We're down a tenth, but overall, apparently, we deserved the point. It was a way to Barwell. Uh, apparently, we deserved the point on the day. Um, I, I don't want to insult the club, but like, it's not the players' fault. Overall, we have we've gotten a weaker squad now. So we've gotten injuries, fixture congestion. And just overall, it's just it's not been a superb run for us. But being down to tenth when we when in January we were pushing for top spot, possibly, possibly, um, it's just I wouldn't say it's unacceptable. It's more just a disappointment. It's we should be doing better than tenth at this point. I mean, on the brighter side, we beat um, we beat um, Working Athletic in the Cumberland Cup, one nil. We also beat, actually, no, sadly, we beat Marine in the um, I think it's, it used to be called the Dutton Cup. I don't know what it's called now, but the League Cup for uh, the um, Evo Stick Premier. But um, I just I'd rather we just went out of that competition because there's no monetary gain to it for the club. We can't balance the books winning that competition. But as my dad said, we could do the double win the Cumberland and the um, Dutson Cup. I'm just gonna check who we drew in the in the Cumberland Cup. Sec, just wait there. Just wait there. <laughs> well, yeah. Just oh, don't I mean right? 
Okay, it's not telling me because they're selfish. <laughs> oh, no, it hasn't told. Ah, that, that's useful, Dad. That, that, that's very useful. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to look on the Cumberland Cup Twitter. I mean, you know, me and Andrew have got the... Uh, well, I mean, Dolman have the same amount of contribution as me and Andrew have, but... Uh, you know, oh, no, never mind. It's taking place on Friday the draw. Um, but I hope we get Penrith so we don't have to play them in the final. Um, anyway, that, that's about it for this, since we don't really have much to talk about for this section. I mean, overall, we could still get promoted. If we just... We're going to go on another run. We haven't missed out on the playoffs. And we're not going to miss out this season. We have one of the best squads we've had, if not the best squad we've had. Uh, we've got a striker who's scoring. We've got creative players. We've got a good defence. We've got a good goalkeeper. We're not going to miss out on players. It's just, it's getting a bit, it's getting to squeaky bum time at this point. But anyway, we're going to move on now to a million pound drug. Working to Academy Radio. Right. This it's one. It's been too long since we've done one of these. It feels like actual ages. Well, yeah, I I completely Exciting forgot how times. to do the do this. So I've just started to use a formula now. Anyway, Andrew's cheating. <laughs> you won't even play. Um, my middle name is Finbar. Damon. Or Lowry. Incorrect. I have no clue. Just take it. Right, Harry it's Kane. It. No, I, the thing is, though, I know who it is, but I forgot his name, right? Because <laughs> he know just who said, is, but I don't know. Right, all done, all done a minute, right? No, but um, he plays for Palace. I am oh. six foot three inches, and he's Irish because you said he may feature later in the podcast. So, did I? Yeah, that's bad for me, though. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm six foot three inches. Damon O'Dowd. Incorrect. Are you, just, are you just making up Irish names at this point? With, let's start with Jerry Damon. Adams. Let's start with Damon. Oh, we're probably going to have to keep that in now. <laughs> a reference to the former Sinn Féin leader. Anyway, I was born in Cork. Andrew, just say Irish names. Uh, Seamus Coleman. Yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> you know, you know, one of the fun facts about Cork has been a massive uh, spike in bike crimes recently. <laughs> I know. Bit of young offenders. Genuinely up. brilliant television program. Go watch it. Um, I have made 170 appearances for Crystal Palace. Why don't I know this person? Let's begin with an F. I have played nine times <laughs> for my country. Damon Finnegan. Incre- Stop just thinking of slightly. I know his first name's Damon Fingal, so. My first appearance in England was for Leicester. I don't know. Okay. I'm not a big, you know, Crystal Palace fan, really. Fine. I scored one goal in Cristambul. <sighs> I scored one goal in Cristambul. That, that was more three. Yeah. Dylan was here. I was going to make reference to Cristambul. Well... Joel Ward. Irish. That's kind of said a name. He's English. I've said a name, really. One last clue that you might get from what I said before. I came on for James Tompkins against Tottenham yesterday. Can I have half a point if I know half his name? <laughs> no, you can't just say Damon. 
You know, Damon, I get it. He's under ropes. Finkelton. Right. Damon or Dowd? Incorrect. It was, in fact, Damien Delaney. Close. Andrew, would you be so kind to put a point on Finkel? I don't think this is fair, but I'm, like, giving you points, because nope. it's near or impossible for us to get that. Like, I'm not a big Palace fan or Irish fan. It's um, definitely impossible for me to get it. Well, yeah, you've got no points. Even you, John's got a point. Anywhere, anywhere. Never mind You that. have zero never, out of never, nine. Ne- never, never demanding. Hold on. We've done... This is our ninth podcast. And this, uh, this Christmas th- special. Okay. Remember that thing we forgot about. Um, <laughs> anyway, now we're going to move on to all-time five aside. This time it's an attacking midfielder from the European Cup. Just bang on. Andrew, you going first? Or? Oh, you can go first. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm going for Xavi. So generous. Because, well, you know, there's kind of a thing that Andrew's saying. Is he attacking midfielder? Well, I'm I... saying that as well. Personally, I can't. He's not. I know he can be like boxer, boxer, just hold him, but you know he's not a CDM, is he? So and well, like generally looking into this, it's actually really hard to find an attacking centre like like a camp. Iniesta, remember when he scored against Chelsea? That banger. It wasn't even a good goal, and it was. It, it was the worst game of football I've ever seen. I know Chelsea were dreadful, but anyway, <laughs> we should have scored about four. I know. Anyway, crack on um, with your words. Yeah, well, of course, uh, Xavi, Xavi's won four Champions Leagues and he was partnered up with Iniesta. And yeah, he's kind of renowned for being one of the best passers the world's ever seen. Him linking up with uh, Andres Iniesta as well. Uh, they were just, you know, superb. And he's played the likes of Ronaldinho, obviously Messi and people like that. And, you know, Valdez when he was good. And Piol as well, the Spanish legend. So, yeah, that's why I'm going for that's why I'm going for Xavi. Andrew? Uh, I've chosen Zidane. He's won a Champions League. Zidane. I did, just let him do it. <laughs> just let him do it. Just let him do it. You know, he's won a Champions League. He's scored one of the most famous goals in Champions League Against history who? as well. Obviously, <laughs> it was bloody... No. Kazakhstan. Come <laughs> um. Balak played. It was Bayer Leverkusen. Right, oh. so you're out of the running as yeah. it currently now, stands. Now, it's either me or the pin. <laughs> or me. <laughs> you don't count, right? <laughs> it just... Well, it's quite obvious who it's going to be. I mean, I would have picked Zidane, but <laughs> it kind of got ruined. It kind of fell apart. Working to the Academy Radio. We'll pick... See linkage. <laughs> we'll pick. It's well. It's now. It's got to be Javi. I wouldn't. Hey, Zidane. S- right. Who's this Zidane for you about? Zidane, that, that French bloke. <laughs> Andrew, get him on match of the day. Anyway, we're gonna do a little bit of shout outs from the dugouts to fill a bit of time. <laughs> Gorilla filler. We're gonna give a shout out to Dylan for skiving from the podcast because he's too scared to come on. Yeah. Not because he's ill. Hiding in his brother's room. <laughs> uh, yeah. H- hello, Darren. I-, I hope your toothache's better. Quote unquote toothache. Bless him. It's been on the mad one. <laughs> oh, yes. Bit of happy munders. Bit of bit of bez. Bit of bez, yeah. Go on, Andrew. Stop, stop fiddling with the machine. Oh. <laughs> it's actually like monitoring a toddler. Like, <laughs> it, it gets to the point where you're like, don't let him near open plug sockets or anything. Get that fork away. 
<laughs> anyway, come on, think of one to shout out. <laughs> do you know like three people and all of them do the podcast? Yeah. Come on, literally anybody. You should see his blank expression. It's actually just a <laughs> thing of beauty. Shout out. Shout out to Big Michael Lincoln. I don't know, shout out to... That's hairy, like, uh. Shout out to Chris Sutton, who I now have a deep hatred. I'm probably going to get sued for what I said. Now, I'm going to do a legal point. Allegedly xenophobic. <laughs> Boom, do it. We're putting that in. Well, yeah, it's allegedly, it's legally binding. And we've got the backing music, do we have to? <laughs> Just shout someone out. I don't know who, do I? Just pick someone, man. Oh, no. Anyone, like... Uh, hello, uh, Andrew. Hello. <laughs> what about Riley? Hello, Riley. There we go. There we go, Riley. Now, Andrew, you get the last one of the show. You get the last proper line of the show. Shout out to Mark Finley. No, I told him to shout out, and I feel dodgy you tonight. Thank you for... That's Finkel's dad. See? You know, in the time. You put in so much effort into a podcast, and this is what comes out. I feel sorry for the listener. What about me? Don't feel sorry for me. No, not particularly. Got, anyway, I, I help. <laughs> I'm on. I'm your side, are you? Anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure doing this. Um, we're not ending it. We know we're just doing the end of the podcast. Anyway, calm down, loyal listeners. You know, they were panicking. <laughs> oh, there, seven look. of them. <laughs> anyway, it's a goodbye for me, Fingal. Yeah, it's a goodbye for me, Carl. <laughs> goodbye from me, Andrew. And it's a collective goodbye. Working to the Academy Radio.